The origins of Fallen Hours urban legend starts with a painting. A painting created by Zachary Dean Faraway of Faraway Fine Art. This painting I am speaking about is in the possession of Fallen Hour and currently sits in my home. When I originally saw this painting, it seemed out of place. It was surrounded by all this Native American artwork, and there sat this painting, entitled Hush. A dark painting of a woman who was trapped in deer form with antlers on her head. It seemed dark, unique, different. I asked Zach about this painting, and he had told me a story. He said I had taken this down to an art show on a reservation, and it was sitting just like it is now, surrounded by all this other art pieces that I've created. And this old woman walks up, and she seems aggravated after seeing this image, and starts pointing, and points at the painting, speaking in her native language. She was upset. It turns out, on that reservation, there's an urban legend. Dear woman, welcome to episode one of Fallen Hours Urban Legends. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the podcast. I got a couple of special guests with us after Horizons, and we're actually sitting inside their studio where they record all their magic and too many guitars to mention. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to get to you guys. We got Aaron Martin on the side, and we got Aaron Baker here. This douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start with uh, your story. Where'd you guys start out? Um, well, I started playing music when I was 11, um, and I started off doing covers and doing bar gigs and classic rock southern rock that kind of thing and as uh my boredom with that stuff increased i started getting into hard rock and metal and got more into writing and stuff and it's to the point now where i almost exclusive exclusively um just write my, and record my own material and take projects on as they come and um here a couple years ago a few years ago we started getting real bored because <laughs> I was, I was, I was just, I wasn't in a band. I wasn't being productive, and I was just, uh, just pretty much just practicing the same exercises over and over, trying to trying to keep my hands fresh and keep practiced up. So we started buying gear. <laughs> yeah, been buying stuff ever since. But no, um, Wheezy, he he um, invested in a good computer and some basic recording software, and um, started there. Um, I think he could see the frustration that I had. Um, just beating my head against the wall. And he was like, well, I got this banging computer, and it's got some software on it. And so we started there and then have slowly been increasing. And 
learning as we go. It's just been a learning process the whole and time. You guys do a lot of gigs too as well, don't you? Um, not many. Um, right now, when if I do take on gigs, sometimes it'll be um, fill-in spots with other cover bands and stuff, right. stuff right. that I've played a bunch of times. Um, and then Wheezy does um, production. Yeah, production and DJing and um, sound rental and, and that kind of thing. I think Marcus showed me one of your songs a while back, and I was like, man, these guys, we got to get these guys somehow, and we got to meet you guys. And yeah. And we met, what was it, like maybe a week now, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, yeah, I think just better than a week. Just hung out a bit and mm-hmm. felt things out with each other, and yes. everything just fell into place. That yeah. so <laughs> felt, just felt we'll it just, out, man. We'll, play some, um, <laughs> we'll play some soft <laughs> music, really. Nice. <laughs> just felt it out with each other, that's all. It felt so nice. Hanging out in your Amazon freaking warehouse here. <laughs> Uh, it's awesome. But you guys, we asked you because we wanted you to especially record the whole theme song for mm-hmm. the Urban Legend series, and it turned out perfect. Yeah. I mean, you were playing, uh, Wheezy had the, you guys recorded the the rain part just outside the window. Yeah. Yep. yep. And we had um, a, a small sound clip um, of some. guys sobbing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thought that was Aaron. Making whale noises. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it was. I don't, it was fun. It was a really fun project for us to come up with. Um, because I was like, I, I, first I was like, man, yeah. that's that's dark. It's like <laughs> dark. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, when when you when you asked if we could come up with a new sound for the podcast for yeah. this for this series, um, you know, you said something spooky, <laughs> and I was like. All right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I'll see what I can do. I mean, and I didn't. I come up with a piano part, and that's what that was all I um, was prepared with. And then Weezy come over, and we started working on it, and it came together quick. I mean, it kind of wrote itself after um, the initial piano part. Yep. I was like, you know what this piano needs? Like a male weeping. That's <laughs> 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 get in the background. And while I was thinking about that, I could hear the rain outside. And I was like, <laughs> Let's mic this. Yeah. It's about to get real <laughs> yeah, depressing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, and it was, I and mean, it was just, uh, it was, I think last week. Um, like, this is actually just me in the tub, just <laughs> <laughs> sobbing. Yeah, I, and I, I, I spent, um, you know, a couple days where I was thinking, man, something spooky. Mm. Like, where, you know, it's like, where do you start? You know what I mean? And um, and I heard, I heard a piano part kind of in my head, and was like, oh, and I was out, I was downtown, and I had to rush home and get on the, get on the piano. Mm. And um, felt it out and got got a basic piano part figured out and um, sent that clip to you guys to see if you thought you wanted to run with it. And when you gave it to Greenlight, we sat down yesterday yeah. and um, took almost all day. But At least he gives you time. <laughs> Every time he asks me, it's literally like five minutes before the camera turns on. Make something real quick. Yeah. Like, Damn, we need some music. We need some music, yeah. <laughs> It's always a cuss fest. Not a <laughs> no, it was it was really fun. I mean, I, I enjoy um, taking things on that take me out of my comfort zone. You know what I mean? Because a lot of the time it's me in here by myself, just like a maniac. And then Weezy will come over, and be like, "What do you think of this?" And he'll be like, "That sucks." Like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? There's and, so many times I end up scrapping half the shit just to please myself. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, or, or then there's there's been times we put songs together and stuff where like there'll be something like I don't like it at all, mm. and you'll be like, no, you're leaving that in there. You're <laughs> We're doing. Yeah, I know. I've, I've got dozens of uh, just incomplete songs, yeah. um, just because we haven't sat down together. I and mean, he's working. And yeah, shit. D- does a good job of 
kind of keeping me on track and he's got a good ear for um, what sounds cool, you know what I mean? Even if I'm not so willing. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh man, I really thought that was cool. <laughs> you know? But I, 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 I have a badass habit of overthinking things and, and trying to overdo things. and. Yeah. Overproduce. <laughs> yeah, I do the same thing, but I, I just start stripping it, to, yeah. like add too much, then start. It was funny it. yesterday. We came up with that song for the podcast, and <clears throat> we get we get done doing our freaking uh, our car test because we always take it to the car and test out to see how it sounds in there. It's first. the thing we failed to do. <laughs> <laughs> he comes in here first, and I'm out there messing around or whatever, getting a drink of water or something. I come in here, and he has the fucking master board up. He's messing with shit. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, just leave it alone. <laughs> I was like, you do this every time. Let's talk about <laughs> the the title you guys gave it. Oh, uh, Descending Moments. Um, I thought it would be clever to play with your guys' name, Fallen Hour. <laughs> <laughs> and um, <laughs> it actually, it was, I was like, Fallen, well, that's easy, Descending Hour. So what's time? And like, I was involved in the thought process. He was my old lady. I was even looking at Michael, like, "What do you got?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, Siri sucks. He <laughs> <laughs> yeah. consulted her, and she had nothing. So <laughs> yeah. So after after sitting here for like a half an hour, just with silence, just um, I was like, "Moments." And I looked at Weezy. I said, "Descending moments." He was like. Fuck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Do that. I just I thought it would be a cool play on your guys' title. You know what I mean? Clever play. Yeah, something. And for, if you guys want to listen to the the whole song in its entirety, you guys can go to their Facebook page at facebook.com/slash afterhorizons, and yeah. you'll be able to hear the yep. entire audio clip. Mm-hmm. And it's it's crazy to be able to hear the the guy weeping in the background, the <laughs> yeah, the rain. And the actually, rain. when we were recording the rain and the and the crying. Um, if you listen really close, you can hear a dog way off in the distance howling. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, yeah it's, it's super creepy. Yeah, it's, it, was, it was cool. It worked out really well. Well, this is our entrance into this whole entire month. We got chock full of episode after episode. We got to shoot. We overbooked it. It's <laughs> <laughs> the best way to learn I anything. Know. <laughs> it's like, like every other day, I'm like, damn. Yeah. Jeez. But the the thing we're talking about tonight is an urban legend that has been basically rooted in Native American lore since basically before anybody documented anything, possibly. Possibly most of the stories are probably more passed down from generation to generation. Well, that's basically how it worked in Native American culture. Nothing was written down. It was always Word of mouth. storytellers. Oral and that's how, they pass it every, that's how they passed everything down was through stories. And that's kind of, that's one of the cool things about getting into like native american like their history it's always their history has always been word of mouth <laughs> and it's kind of cool to see something like dear dear woman incorporated into a lot of native americans history mm-hmm. and that, it's all over the country ain't it yeah it actually is it's um yeah it's pretty interesting it's like literally most um nationwide it's not just um you know i, I thought it was just one like you know one tribe mm-hmm. but when i started actually researching and looking into it it is literally almost every tribe yeah. Yeah, I, I remember when I was young, the, the old women and stuff warning you, don't go, don't hang out at the river at night. <laughs> I was like, why? That, that was my first experience with the deer woman. And I don't, and I mean, really until um, we started getting involved with you guys, I hadn't even thought of it in, in a long time. And I, was, I started never, remembering um, that when we were kids. I never heard about it until I went to um, Idaho <laughs> mm-hmm. when I was in, I think it was Lapaway, Idaho, when I was really young. 
and I started hearing that. Like around here, I heard about like you know Goatman and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. And when I went there, like right when they said like that deer woman, I kind of laughed for a second. I was like, oh, what the hell is that? And they started explaining. <laughs> I was like, whoa, that's kind of it's pretty interesting. And we actually have an art business coming on board, a couple of artists coming on board by the name of Zach and Kasani Faraway, and they're the ones doing the entire art series, and these guys are insane artists. We just looked at one tonight, they were doing skinwalkers. Man, they're quick. <clears throat> they're like, the second he asked, he already <laughs> sent sketches, like, <laughs> like two sketches already, I was yeah. like, holy... Well, we got an entire series coming out. We have we're starting on the first, then that'll be this podcast, Dear Woman. We're going into Little People, Skinwalkers, Goatman, Water Spirit, Spirits, Stick People, or Stick, Stick Indians, Indians, La Llorona, the Shadow People, Spirit Tunnel, and that's a place on the Crow Reservation, <laughs> anyways. And ghost cars and or ghost trains. Ghost cars slash ghost trains. So the whole freaking Marcus never tells me about anything he's learned until we get to the podcast. So <laughs> he's like, "Oh, research this. Look this up. Open a book, see down." Like right when we're like putting it up, he's like asking me everything. I was like, "I'm not saying shit. I'm waiting." <laughs> the, uh, before we get too far ahead, the artwork that they're doing is that going to be available for sale? Yes, it is. Yeah. We'll, we'll actually have their artwork for sale on Stones and Bones at stones-bones.com, and they'll be able to pick up the art pieces. Okay. And it's right. going to be every episode. We'll have a new art piece and to go coincide with the podcast, know, yeah. with the podcast, with the, um, the story, folklore, legend, everything. And the cool thing about it is, we're not only selling the art piece itself, but we're also selling Zach's uh, his uh, outline sketches of the the painting he's actually doing. So they can actually have the the, the painting stages and all the, 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 the stages as well. Yeah. Very pretty cool. So Marcus. Let's hear a little story about this deer woman. <laughs> Tell me about deer woman. Molly, uh, more than I know, don't go to the river at night. <laughs> <laughs> well, basically, um, like everything I got out of it is um, what was interesting to me is actually um, every story I read in every different tribe or culture, it was always the same thing. Like you'd, you'd think that it'd be different you know, mm-hmm. in each tribe when they have their own stories, but it's literally the exact same thing through all of them which was kind of interesting to me but um basically what she is is almost like a um i want to say like not a succubus mm-hmm. but is am i pronouncing that right yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of like that almost like a siren but what she does is she preys on those that are unfaithful Mm-hmm. Basically, almost like punishing them. Yeah, weak will to make yeah, lustful heart. Yeah, to like she can see that, and then she just targets them. Really, right there. And she's um, they say like a lot of times they where they see her is at like powwows and like masquerade type dances. No teepee creeping like, or yeah. <laughs> but she um, she goes to those places. They said actually, it, the drums are what attracts her. Hmm. she hears the drums mm-hmm. and, you know she likes to dance so that's why she's sometimes she'll go there even just to dance like you don't even notice her or even, can even tell because she always wears a long dress like you can't see her feet mm-hmm. and the reason why is because her feet are always hooves right that's the one part of her that doesn't shapeshift mm-hmm. yeah so she does she shapeshifts she's a shapeshifter mm-hmm. but she um shifts into a woman but keeps the feet and that's kind of interesting about the whole native american culture because every time it's something like that their feet are always hooves Mm -hmm. so she's like one of like you know it's always Mm -hmm. something like that but um she'll try to you know she'll go to powwows and stuff like that Mm -hmm. and she'll find someone that she sees that is is unfaithful she can see that in them and she'll try to basically entice them and lure them and try to get them to take her home right 
and when she, when that happens, then she she kills him. Hmm. That's where it kind of gets kind of dark. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the, the, I get the feeling women started this one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The, <laughs> the story I saw. Just uh, scare the men. <laughs> you better not be snagging. Better watch out for deer woman. What's deer woman? Don't let me tell you. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you don't know about you deer woman. <laughs> you should know about this. <laughs> but yeah, I was watching this uh, this thing, and it, there was a powwow in Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and uh, there was a woman dancing, and she was hooded, and uh, it was actually the ladies that noticed the hoods. And then once everybody noticed this deer woman, she fled the scene. Yeah, that's part of had, it. They like chased her out of the powwow, and it was crazy. That's part of the um, the whole like thing with her story is if you want to banish her, like if if she is, if you think that she is deer woman, like in, in the powwow, if, like, if you think that person isn't, you gotta expose her hooves. Right. Call and her if out. you expose her hooves, yeah, basically, and then she'll flee. You know yeah. yeah. That's crazy. So that's, yeah, that's kind of interesting creepy. that you kind of brought that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's kind of interesting that she's attracted to even the music, the like the drums. Yeah, I know that with um, in uh, like even monks, they'll have this thing where they they know they can attract spirits through sound and and smell. So a lot of times, what they'll do is they'll light like incense and things to actually attract those things to their temples. So it's now, kind of, is, is that an effort to like keep them there to keep the populace safe or I think so it's something like that yeah it's like part of their, some some of their ceremonies they'll do that they'll light the incense mm-hmm. and attract them to their temple or something what's crazy is there's, there's a lot of um, these stories where sound attracts them like there's another story that I wanted to get into like it's not I don't think it's really Native American but I have heard stories of like from Native Americans that kind of tie in with that is the black-eyed children. And certain frequencies and sounds attract them too. Right. So it's kind of that's kind of kind of crazy. They're always children that show up and they need some sort of help. Yeah, you know? no, that's just to get them in. They're almost like they act like um, how they say vampires. Like you have to invite them. You have in. to invite them. Yeah. yeah. Could have swore we came to talk about deer woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was waiting for him to say that. One. <laughs> kind of, we'll get into that later. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that its own episode? <laughs> touching on us. Similarities is what I'm getting at. Yeah. You dick about yeah. it. <laughs> Something you can expect in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Stay tuned for that. You see <laughs> orphan children at night? Don't fucking yeah. talk to them. Don't, don't open your door. Don't, don't do nothing. We'll tell you why later. Anyway, yeah. back to this. Yeah. That was kind of like our, our whole theory about stuff too is we hear things growing up but a lot of times it's like you, they don't tell you about why you can't look out a window or you, why you can't go outside mm-hmm. or go to certain places and tell your our age and researching this crap mm-hmm. and doing you a podcast about well, it. A lot of um, the reason why is because only medicine men or medicine women are allowed to talk about it. It's interesting. So you kind of get in trouble because you can, um, if you actually say the real name of them or something, you can basically conjure them. Right. And that is why. So we're probably going to like piss a lot of people off with this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> like, you know what? It's gay. Trying to, trying to let everybody know. Right. If you listen to this podcast, Dear Woman's after you. <laughs> Be ready. I think ask, we actually to see your feet, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like like even um like a lot of like the the elders and stuff, like when everybody's going like powwows and stuff and, and if they say if you do meet a woman, always look at her feet. Like make sure you gotta you know check her feet. If you can't see her feet, you gotta try to at least see them to see if she has feet. Because mm-hmm. it might be like Dear Woman or something like that. But right. That's strange. Yeah. 
Like your grandpa was taken a couple years back. He <laughs> 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 didn't look at her feet. He <laughs> didn't look at her feet. <laughs> the cheating bastard anyway. <laughs> he had it coming. <laughs> but yeah, like that they said that's like the, the way to banish her is like expose her feet and she'll she'll flee. And they say that um the way she does kill you is she stomps on you with her hooves until you're dead. Oh, that's yeah. pretty brutal. That's just yeah. Deer are sharp too, man. <laughs> yeah, and they say that she always comes in different forms too. I've heard stories where she's come as a as a woman, comes as a deer, and there's even one story where she comes as an old woman. Oh yeah, I remember you saying about that. Like, what, what was that one about? The old woman? I, this guy said he would always see her outside of his house, and he kept seeing her. But every time he looked at her feet or looked at her, she would just like prance just off. Here. Yeah, and then he goes to a bar, and he sees her there too. Just like kind of stalking him. Yeah, I was like, that's kind of strange. I marked him. He probably was a cheating bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so it's true. like, it's like some of these stories. They are rooted around like all these like ceremonies or like powers and things. But this, in this case, she he saw her at a bar, so she'd go in like urban areas as well. Oh, okay. Like I, said, when I, when, like I said, when I was a kid, it was um, stay away from the rivers at night because yeah. she would be down there and would try to seduce you and end up. Uh, Moiter. <laughs> <laughs> that's crazy. Like I've never heard that one. Like the, by the river. That's that's different. Uh, that was something I else heard, I heard. I heard about. Uh, there's cake talks all loud. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I got uh... <laughs> no about like a hand, right? A hand that comes out of the water. Oh, that's actually in a certain spot in um Washington. In Washington. Yeah, there's like it's a, a lake. Yeah, a lake. A hand comes out and freaking like grabs people and pulls them in mm-hmm. the river, river or something. You know. Yeah, like they say, like um. The story with that is um, there's uh, this hand that would come out like at nighttime. Like, mm-hmm. and if you see it, you'll die. Like, I don't right. know if like how you die or what, but we always heard that if you see it, you die. And so even people that want to commit suicide or something, they're always like they'd, they'd wait by that lake yeah, and wait, wait to see that, that hand. hand to come out. Yeah. Mm. And like I was, I don't know why I was imagined a big ass hand. <laughs> Big old Titan. <laughs> I was like really looking for this giant hand to come out. Yeah, it's really it. just like the Lady of the Lake. Right? <laughs> you know? All dainty. Like, you know, I don't know why I imagined it like just <laughs> freaking humongous. Just <laughs> like a fucking throne. <laughs> Climb in. But yeah, like that, that was kind of interesting. What's funny is my mom told us that story when we're on our way to Washington and we're driving by there at nighttime. But and like, Everybody's looking out the window trying to see this hand. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, you die when you see it, right? Yeah. 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 yeah, the thing that comes with that is death. <laughs> Not the sharpest kids. <laughs> I know. It's like real stupid. It's like 12 of us looking out the window. 12 but, of you yeah. out the window? Yeah, we, Jeez, we, traveled. we traveled in packs, <laughs> all right? <laughs> it was multiple cars. <laughs> Telling the story over yeah, walkie talkies? <laughs> I know. If you look over to your right, uh, tour guide, Lake of the Hand. But yeah, there's like always people there trying to see it, and um, yeah, they do that. I guess they, they find bodies there. That's so it's like the Indian version of like uh, that forest in Japan, the suicide yeah, forest. Yeah, suicide forest. But yeah, it's like the suicide kind of... lake. Yeah, that is. That, that's crazy. I never really thought of that, but yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy how different cultures all kind of have the same, their but spin different. On it. Yeah, their own spin, you know. But they're all kind of very similar. Yeah. Like yeah, like I was even telling him about like some of the stuff we're gonna get into, 
uh, they're talking about like you know don't whistle at night. You, know, you ever hear like hear that kind of story? No, I'm screwed. I'm a, I'm a whistler, dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going out with the other. I think I came up with your piano part. <laughs> <laughs> I was whistling at night <laughs> outside by the river. <laughs> Just begging for it. <laughs> I was also begging a drum. <laughs> this guy knew just behind you. <laughs> oh, this is gonna work for sure. <laughs> Dear woman. <laughs> My wife's at home. So <laughs> yeah, there's there's stories like where you're not supposed to whistle at night, you're not supposed to look out windows at night or you know, stuff like throw rocks in the water at night you know all like it's always at night i don't know what the hell it's always at night but um i looked into that and there's even um stories in like japan and stuff where you're not Mm -hmm. supposed to do that yeah yeah and they they tell you why we'll talk about that later but it is it's pretty cool and like it even ties in with like the whole stick indians um segment we're gonna be doing Mm -hmm. and all that and and like deer women and stuff like that so it's it is it's it's all like almost like it's all woven together yeah Yeah. woven together yeah it's pretty cool and that was one of like that was kind of like our hopes too, is to find some sort of like string that just ties all these different urban legends together mm-hmm. and why they came up He's lying. He's, it was just random. We just pulled <laughs> out, <laughs> out of a bowl. So like, random. <laughs> philosopher over here. <laughs> Philosophizer. Like it's just a string. <laughs> well, like that. The, the having having similarities in Asia and stuff. Um, that, like that makes me wonder how old a lot of these stories really are. Yeah. You know what I mean? How many thousands of years ago did? You know, our people m- migrate over here. Mm. You know what I mean? That's, and then all these years later, still have similarities between folklore and their culture, and then uh, some of the same stuff in ours. Yeah, yeah that's great. Like, how old are these stories? You know? Yeah, yeah. That's pretty yeah. historic folklore. <laughs> 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 but yeah, like, I looked into that, and you know, it was, it was pretty good. I'm kind of like excited to get to that one. It's like it's really it does it gets creepy man but like mm-hmm. really like researching it and listening to like podcasts like of other people talk about it like looking stuff up online and finding these pages on it and everything and it's just it gets yeah it gets you out yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god <laughs> i'm driving home at night and i'm like <laughs> you have to go home and watch family guy to rinse your mouth out we <laughs> <laughs> were just talking about that yesterday <laughs> Like, he never says, like, anything when we talk about creepy shit. And then, like, finally he started coming out. And I'm like, <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, I got to watch Family Guy to make yeah. my feel, myself feel yeah. better so I can go to sleep. Like, well, yeah. It's crazy. I, like, we listen to, like, some of the, the some of the same podcasts and stuff, mm-hmm. ghosts and, and hauntings and um, that kind of thing. Like, I listen to them a lot at work, and I work a lot of night shifts. Yeah. And I'll be off in the middle of nowhere by myself running greater. And, like, it... It's weird because like it gets it gets so dark like it's like it, it's absorbing the light and yeah. like the machines I run they're covered in LEDs and you can see 360 degrees around you. And, oh, um, I bet that feel creepy. Oh, dude, and you're just you're just out there in it and like it feels like there's no light because you can't see anything. Yeah. And um, you just yeah, reminded, you just remind me of a story and if I tell you it probably you probably think of it when you're out there. Mm-hmm. So like I'm like <laughs> should I tell him the story? <laughs> yeah, but it, it is it's crazy. I mean I'm. 31 years old you know what i mean out there listening to a podcast some british dude and just getting spooked out like <laughs> why do i do I this to myself i gotta go to the lunch shack you know? <laughs> <laughs> so 
somebody yeah. meet me at the lunch stack? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there's there's lights and people there. You know, <laughs> get out and s- speed walk in. Yeah. Come back. Does anybody want to be task trained on the grading? <laughs> <laughs> please. Yeah, please. Please. Yeah. <laughs> Mechanic, you want to come check my cutting edges? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'll, maybe I'll tell you later. I'll, I'll tell you that one. So, is there like any sort of like origin story to Dear Woman? An origin story to her? Like, is it always uh, the same across like across the board? Yeah, like everything that I found, it's I don't know where she came from, but that's that was just she was always there to do that. Like, you know, it would always try to lure um, unfaithful men away. I almost said something else, but yeah, like lure unfaithful <laughs> men away and stuff like that, Slutty and basically go, yeah, kill them. I bet you know. I bet if if you were able to find old enough stories and stuff, is she was probably a woman that had been cheated on. Yeah, and um, probably resulted in her death, and she'd come back to take revenge. Yeah, yeah. a deer eater corpse. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, cause in like in a lot of history and stuff, you know, like anim- in Native American culture and a lot of Asian cultures and stuff animals and stuff were powerful beings yeah, you know yeah. what I mean and like the term demon um, that wasn't always a bad term you know that was just a powerful entity yeah. and most of them took the, the form of animals you know so are you guys ever going to do coyote oh yeah old man yeah, coyote that too yeah. that's like one. the main Native American story I've heard is like yeah there's all sorts of old man coyotes they even said like the, um, they'd always like they used to even talk back in those days mm-hmm like, mm-hmm. they, like yeah. actually animals would actually communicate mm-hmm. and stuff and what well, didn't some like they started um killing them they used like they used to only take what they needed like you know natives they'd mm-hmm. only take what they needed mm-hmm. and you know give something back and i think uh, somewhere along the line they just started taking mm-hmm. and and that's when um they stopped talking yeah they started, started, yeah, started they started, losing started, the magic yeah started losing mm-hmm. everything Looking at that, it's pretty crazy. Yeah. It's actually a pretty crazy story. Anyway. So if your dog talks. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, get it, I'll get it on camera. Call Marcus. <laughs> we'll be there immediately. <laughs> this chick just asked for kibbles and bits. You, know, uh, you know what's funny? Is uh, looking into this, there was even one thing about Dear Woman. that I, like It just made me laugh when I read it. Mm-hmm. Was that if you scare her, like if you know, spook yeah. her, her tail will pop out. <laughs> is she so like, is, is that, yeah, like when you spook her her tail will pop out like is this, so is that another way to banish her yeah like, like there's another way to expose can, her so is it like her, yeah. is it like almost embarrassment like she's embarrassed to be in that form then no it's basically um just the gig is up or she's what? probably afraid that they're gonna um, do something like try to kill her or something like that so then she just flees you know, they find out who she is and then she just runs she goes and hides because it almost but seems she like back into a, a, an actual deer. It almost sense. seems like when you see her feet or you see something like that would be like, like almost flawed to like a woman today, then that's when she runs. Almost like she's embarrassed of like mm-hmm. her form. You know what I mean? Vain. That's the only reason I ask. I don't. Just all the ladies out there, if that's offensive, <laughs> that's his thoughts, <laughs> not mine. <laughs> and we're cutting this portion of the podcast, He's like, <laughs> digging himself a hole, <laughs> looking at us like, right, right, guys. <laughs> everybody's, <laughs> everybody's like, <laughs> everybody's like, what? Stop, what? Stop. what? Where are you going with this? <laughs> Yeah, I know. I think it's like a legitimate question, though. Like, it could be like, like she's embarrassed of that form. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. 
like it's like her imperfection yeah no. no like a lot of like times where like some somebody does shapeshift there's always that part of them that stays animal like yeah, it's mm-hmm. always the hooves usually like they say a lot of the times like even like when people see the devil like he has hooves mm-hmm. he always and has his hooves. tail too. Well, does she yeah. have horns yeah. too or is it just deer hooves uh no yeah she always has just Hooves, like I, if she, I, really, I mean, if, if I she really wanted her to have antlers, yeah, yeah. should be a bust. <laughs> like if you see her, like probably out, like, like I guess that wouldn't make any sense because yeah, female does don't, don't have antlers. <laughs> I was like, if you see her out in like her own, you know, whatever. Yeah, I don't know, but if, if she tries to sneak into a powwow with antlers, that's kind of. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, "You're really thinking that through, man." Yeah, no. You would just, I just, pick I just wanted just the visual. Around. The visual in my head's way. Better. You would just pick around, and the crowd is yeah. walking around, just, yeah. and they go <laughs> Dude, woman's here. She's there. Yeah. She's smoking that deer that's weed. Just, that's just funner. <laughs> funner if she has antlers. Yeah, that looks cool. I mean, maybe if she's in her own form, like out by herself, maybe. <laughs> like the know. dumbest thing in the world. Look into that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Yeah. Try to sneak yeah. into a power. Just fucking rack. Pictures I've seen of her online. She has antlers. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah the one, oh, really? my, the one I have yeah, in my house, yeah. she has antlers too. The yeah. painting I have. Huh. She has antlers and pictures. Pictures, even like when you look it up on YouTube, mm-hmm. like the cover photo is like always a woman with antlers. Yeah. I remember there was this picture that came out in Crow the Red. Was it the Round Hall when it was still up? Yeah. And there was a palo going on, and inside, oh, yeah. inside this photo, there was there was weird like creatures inside there. There was this like monkey looking thing, or he was like a like a hairy. Does he remember um, Noob Cybot on Mortal Kombat? Yeah, dude, mm-hmm. it's my favorite. Did you? S- there, the, there was a, there was something like that in there. Oh shit! Like it was just the where, shadow where did standing you see the photo? in front of like people. It was in the round hall. Like, photo down. in the crowd standing there. The photo was in, yeah. in the yeah. round hall. And and I you could just all you could that see. somewhere. All you I see think so because I remember seeing it like, so it was, like just a few years I'm back. talking. Forever. I was like, hey. <laughs> That's all I hear is just a fucking yeah, I would, mess. I just, I would, I'd like to see the photograph. It's is okay. why I was like, man. <laughs> um, all right, anyway, go ahead. Go ahead. Say what no, you done rent it. Go ahead. <laughs> get it, get it out there. <laughs> just get it out while you're Because all they're going to hear is a mess. It's <laughs> 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 a bunch of people bantering at once. But no, um, what I was saying. <laughs> so you're wrong. Sorry, Marcus. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no. But yeah, like um, I remember my mom showing me that picture, and uh, it was like everybody started circulating around, and there was like you know it almost looked like a witch mm-hmm. in there, and then there was somebody. It did, he did. He looked like that noob Cybot, from and Mortal he Kombat? yeah, he looked like him from Mortal Kombat. Like all you seen was just black outline of a man. It looks like he was wearing a hood, and his face was black, and all you could see was his eyes. Absolutely, it was. It was creepy. Mm-hmm. There's always pictures like that going around, stories mm-hmm. like that. But this was taken a long time ago. Like, it was like the old school flip phone days and yeah. snapping pictures. Oh, really? Like, yeah, it was actually old. I'm actually kind of surprised to hear that it was even that new. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I remember seeing that, and my mom showed me, like, you know, like the first generation smartphone. And so everyone was, was like, sending <laughs> it out that night that power was going on. Like, someone caught it and just started sending it out. And yeah, it started circulating. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Well, was crazy. I think it was um, one of her friends that took the picture, actually, mm-hmm. and then she sent it to my mom, and yeah, that's that's where I saw it. And I remember my my dad even telling me a story, um, like you know, he said like, yeah, like sometimes those kind of things will try to hide around mm-hmm. in places like that, hollows, masquerades. Even there's stories like skinwalkers being there. Like I've heard like skinwalker mm-hmm. stories at like the Crow Fair. Really? Yeah. Even my my grandma told me one, one about one, but. Anyway. Maybe it's like because like the powwows and masquerades are so busy 
that they could kind of socialize but yeah. not be like shunned yeah. out right away. Yeah. yeah. And it's just that longing for fucking socialization. You know? Yeah, like they, they say that those the skinwalkers though are like witches. They're actually witches and in order to be a skinwalker you have to kill someone that's in your immediate family. So you have to do something real dark to become a skinwalker. Hmm. So they're, you know, they're all. I wonder, because like as, um, and if there is these, you know, these entities and these spirits and stuff congregating around, um, you know, Native American rituals and, mm-hmm. and powwows and dances and masquerades, that kind of thing. And because, um, at least in this area, you know, na- na- the Native Americans as a whole are really superstitious. And, mm-hmm. and, yeah. Um, you know, they believe in the supernatural and yeah, and and those kinds of things. I wonder if that mass um, collection of the belief in it kind of gives them power and draws almost them like to s- it. possibly conjuring it yeah. in a way. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Because I I know when when I was a little guy, I was always t- you know don't if you you know unless you have to don't don't acknowledge it, don't name yeah. it, don't address it. You know, because the belief in it gives it more power. Yeah. So I wonder, you know, the this mass gathering of of a superstitious group. I wonder if that is kind of what draws them. Yeah. yeah. Is that belief yeah, coming to recharge or something? Yeah. Yeah, like, like they, they even say that's like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they say even like speaking it or saying it or even saying the real name of these, these kind of creatures and stuff, mm-hmm. it draws them. Yeah. So like, that's why only medicine men or medicine women mm-hmm. are allowed to talk about it or yeah. even say the real name. Right. You're like not even supposed to say the real name, like the actual native name for these things. Mm-hmm. It's like if you if you try to look that stuff up and find them, you can't. it's almost impossible to find. Yeah, he who yeah. should not be named. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like it's um it is it's really secretive. That's that's why like um, when people try to come to um you know like Native American people and and ask them questions about these things, they're really secretive. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times you can even get in trouble for talking mm-hmm. about it. And so. that is where we come. That's in. where we come. <laughs> <in>. <laughs> yeah. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Hey demons! It's your boy. It's your boy. It's me. But yeah, like that's what I mean. Like she's like dear woman is like drawn to the, the drums mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So she'll make her way there. Now with with that dear woman, I wonder because like drums drums are the first instrument that were ever created. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, and you can take this table and bam, it's a drum with your hand. Yeah. Um, and like there's you can take your belly and just <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> And any, any, anything's a drum, you know. Yep, you can create you a rhythm yep. with it, and, and, yeah. and drums are really primal. And um, like in writing music and stuff, I've mm-hmm. read things where if you do your drums properly and run them in the right frequencies and stuff, you can trigger different stuff in people's brains. Yeah, and like draw them to your music and stuff, like like dance music and stuff. That's a big part of why the dance beats and stuff are so deep, is because it it goes it's yeah triggers primal stuff and you know makes people want to dance and do that kind of thing. So I wonder if. The being drawn to the drums is just that primal um, going hand in hand with yeah. the primal need to be lustful and mate and, and have sex and that kind of thing. I wonder if they're kind of tied together. Yeah, that, 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 that sounds, that sounds like a an idea. solid, I'm just bit, solid I'm just theory. Just, yeah, yeah. I'm just spitballing over You've here. You've done it. <laughs> <laughs> you stubbed him. <laughs> so unscrews his mic, drops it. <laughs> Funny. That's what he's talking. He's like, there's even a story. I don't this, want to um, Marcus. <laughs> <laughs> there's even a story. Um, this this one guy told he actually survived. Dear woman. Dear woman. Oh really? And the way it happened actually is, it's almost like he offended her, and she tried to kill him. She she tried to lure him away, mm-hmm. and he was kind of for it for a minute, and then the last minute he said he kind of got a bad feeling, mm-hmm. and he just 
told her no. Like she was trying to have him take take her home. You know, kept trying to have her take her. And he was going to, and then he changed his mind at the last minute. And I guess he said she was like, she looked pissed. And he said that, you know, she disappeared, walked, Mm -hmm. wandered off. He got in his car and he started driving home. And he said he wasn't, um, he started driving home on this, like, you know, small, narrow road. So it was a recent account, kind of. And he said that this this doe jumped in front of his car and, like, stood there for a minute and he went off the road and wrecked his car. And he said that's when he thought, like, it it was probably her. She was probably pissed off and tried to kill him, wrecked him. Anyway, you know. Yeah. I don't know. And he said, like, when she was walking off, he saw he thought he saw hooves on under her dress. So mm. he, like, you know, he, that's when he knew, like, okay, it was deer woman. Yeah. And when he went home, this deer just jumps out. I was like, that's kind of, like, too coincidental Yeah. to be, you know. Yeah, to have yeah, that feeling. Yeah. And then hit a deer, almost hit a deer yeah. on the way home. And I'd have hit it. Yeah. <laughs> so like usually, like, Let's just go ahead and put a stop to that. I mean, if you if you know, like if you know animals like deer, like they're always sketchy. Like they're all yeah. sketched out. Yeah. They're they're, and he said that this she just stood there. That deer didn't run off. Like if something's loud, like a like that loud, like a car wrecking, that mm-hmm. deer's gonna flee. Oh, it and stayed. It stayed there the and watched him. Oh shit! He said he crawled out of his car and it was just sitting there staring at him. And then Creepy. walked off into the trees. That is, yeah. yeah. Right, that paints out a little different color. All right, that was, that was different. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Look, I got goosebumps. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty interesting. I, I like this topic, actually. Like, actually, reading into it, it was, I thought it was pretty interesting. But yeah, it was kind of the whole. Um, like, I almost thought, like, at first, like, man, this is like, sounds like some something somebody came up with just to. Um, Keep you keep you faithful, right? Right. <laughs> like you know, try to keep them in line. You know, like tell their kids this so they're like you know they won't try to do that kind of stuff or stray. Mm-hmm. But like when you really research and actually look into the the roots of this story, it's it sounds like it goes way back too far for that kind of stuff. It's yeah. kind of interesting, and and how you're not allowed to actually say the real name of her and talk yeah. about her. It's it does it gets kind of it's kind of crazy. Yeah, a lot of. A lot of folklore and like the myths and legends stuff. There's some kind of morality hidden yeah. in, in the yeah. story. A lot of times, and yeah. it'd be with Deer Woman, it'd be really easy to make that connection. Mm-hmm. Even that um, La Llorona, mm-hmm. there's like that kind of um, that kind of thing in there, like almost like a moral compass mm-hmm. to these stories. Yeah, something to be learned. Yeah, and I guess like a lot of a um, lot of times, um, the story was told by the elderly women to their younger girls you know, telling them this story for some reason like why um, yeah the, the, <laughs> the Rona, La Llorona mm-hmm. uh, she was uh, like a mistress kind of deal too wasn't she yeah yeah actually yeah, she, she uh, yeah what are you going to say something go right ahead I was just going to say we should probably save that for the La Llorona <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've touched well, on a lot of the, this at stuff at the same time it is it is still kind of on topic I yeah. mean, you know you have this vengeful lustful spirit and then, you know, later on in, in your mini, mini series, there's an instance of, again, yeah. a vengeful kind of, mistress yeah. coming back. You know? Yeah. Yeah, they all almost kind of coincide in a way. It's mm-hmm. kind of interesting how they all tie together. And what La Llorona comes from 2,500 miles south of here, you know? Yeah. No, but actually, there's, um, there's, a. Uh, it's not just like in New Mexico or Mexico. There's actually in like, you know, Mexico, Puerto Rico, um, like even like Portuguese culture, mm-hmm. even Native American culture, this is one of their stories. Really? Yeah, but it's a different name. Hmm. 
though. It's like it is. It's almost like worldwide. Like when you actually Another look one, into yeah. it, it is. It's yeah. worldwide. Wow. And what's interesting is it's always the same story. Right. Yeah. So like, where did it start? It's kind of right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's what's interesting. I think yeah, the the version I'm I don't not familiar with, but that I've heard before was out of Mexico. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I heard too. Yeah, and there's actually this woman from um, Puerto Rico. She uh, kind of told the story, and she said that it was an indigenous woman who she was. She was an indigenous indigenous woman, and the guy that came into town that married her, mm-hmm. he was a Spaniard. Right, oh, okay. that's what I heard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was Spanish royalty. Yeah, interesting. And, and she was uh, poor. Yeah. And then they had a couple kids, and then when he found his real wife, he abandoned those kids. Yeah. Guys. And it, her kids were starving, and she was starving, so she drowned her kids. Yeah. Like, I heard that she did it out of blind rage just to hurt him, like, get back at him. Right. Like, kind of um, took the only thing that she could from him. Right. Because he has basically everything. He was rich. He married a younger, um, a younger wealthy woman. Right. And then just cast her aside and basically told the kids bye and ignored her. Didn't even bother saying anything to her and went off with the other woman. And then... She goes and takes him to this river and drowns them because she was so pissed off at him. And, and then, then she's always looking for her kids. After yeah, because she she ended up um, you know regretting what she did right away, and then she throws herself in the same waters that she drowned her kids in. Right. Wow. And Saint Peter won't let her into heaven because right, unless think, she has her kids with her. I think the story I heard is that uh, she had drowned her kids and then was hung publicly. Oh wow! For murdering her kids. Yeah, and and then, she. The, the husband didn't even know that his kids were murdered or nothing until she was on trial and he like witnessed her hanging and was like whoa Oh, like, wow. Yeah, wow. I, I didn't hear that yeah. one. Yeah, that's the version yeah. I heard. Yeah, there's like always like it's always like the same yeah. storyline, yeah. but there's just little details. Yeah, right. yeah no, it was she uh, killed them out of desperation, wasn't it? Because she couldn't feed them. That's what I heard. That's yeah. the one you heard? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, the one they, I heard. They she, were starving she, and they were homeless and. Um, she didn't want her kids to suffer anymore, so she yeah. killed them out of... They were pretty much dying from this yeah. mm-hmm. so. And there's some creepy videos online about Lava Lava. I know. Ugh. We watched... We can actually cut some in. <laughs> we watched this Stay one. Stay tuned. Huh? We're going to put one in right here. <laughs> the creepy thing is... The creepy thing is, is I heard crying outside of my oh, house. Oh, God, he told me that like too after we were looking this stuff up and, and the, showing him all these videos. And upstairs... With where Al lives, that place is like now it's haunted as hell, but it's horrible. <laughs> yeah, so that's crazy. That is. But I was sitting, um, me and Luther were sitting in our, our bedroom, and the stairs to Al's house are just like right outside my window. And then all I heard was like, uh, like, like really long and faint moaning. But I can, I, I can hear it from his stairs. It's coming yeah. that direction. It's like what the heck? So I open my window and I'm looking out there because sometimes the people sitting back there like an alleyway. Yeah. So I was looking back there and I couldn't see anybody. It was like two o'clock in the morning, and then we heard it twice that night. Oh, really? Was outside like, his door. Both of you. Both yeah, of you heard it's it. Like Paul really? is sitting on his stairs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> Get your kids. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny too. Is it was like it was like one of the nights where we actually decided on Lalrona as being our one of our second topics. Yeah. yeah. I was like, I was like, we gotta do this. I started showing him like. Fuck and that was, that was that was part of one of the videos too that we've seen online is this they're hearing there's one guy yeah. he's in Mexico and he's hearing crying outside his window too right really loud screaming crying and it's like two o'clock in the morning and he's wailing yeah and he he was he was crying he was scared shitless 
And he said he went out, looked, and there's nothing there. And he's like, this has been going on for an hour. And he lays back down, and like you see, he's crying, man. He's like scared shitless, and and then she starts screaming again outside his window. Mm-hmm. And he was like, he started just going nuts. But it seems like a lot of these um, urban legends are always rooted in cultures who have suspicions, or they're really, really religious, and they always mm-hmm. have these these sort of spirits lingering yeah. around their right. their culture. Yeah, yeah. Like so, you like you like almost think like it's like thought conjuring. I think yeah. that the belief, I think the it's because it power. yeah, I think that's because like especially like Native Americans or even monks or um, people in like Mexicans and things like they all have their urban legends. They all have their ways of like doing ceremonies and things, but they're always attuned to spiritual spirituality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's like almost giving them that doorway to those things as well. Not only already there, yeah. Not only good things, but also there are all these bad things as well. You think like um, like the bad side of people would conjure those up? Like you know, in every culture, there's like good spirituality and bad spirituality. Do you think it's those people on the bad side that are that actually brought those out in the first place? It could be. I mean, I've always heard about stories and even um all these um, authors writing about like demons and things and one of the theories was that people who are having kind of like temptation things is they're pulling like demons out of, out of pits and hell and things like that and there's always stories like that so like is it possible that people's beliefs in these things are actually pulling these things out of like the mm-hmm. spiritual realm into right. reality <laughs> I, think, I think we're all three saying the same thing, just different wording. <laughs> I agree. Well, you know what I'm saying is, I, I concur. No. Like that's what I mean. Like there's like good, good people, like bad people, like um, people like you can say like good witches, bad witches, or good medicine men, bad medicine like men. Mm-hmm. Like you think it's those ones that are bad. That we are actually had out, someone like that was back in our family who was supposedly, supposedly. A witch, or a, oh, she was a medicine. She was a medicine, was a medicine woman, which is like almost unheard of in a lot of culture. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And she would project herself to men. She's outlived, I think, like three or four of her husbands. More than that. And she was actually she was she grew old and she was she like grew like actually lived to be in over a hundred years old. And when she was even like in her nineties, still pulling them in, young ones, 23, 24, 25 years old. What? And they said that she had medicine or something that she would use that on men and she would actually marry these guys. They'd see her as the most beautiful person they've ever seen. So it was almost like a love spell. And when wow. she when she died, she made sure that the family buried her with her medicine because she didn't want nobody else to get it and right. because they'll be stuck with that. Yeah. And what's interesting is um, she started showing people certain things too. Mm-hmm. Like what's the bad side of these things, the bad side of that thing, the bad side of this culture, that culture, Mm -hmm. like the dark sides of certain things. Mm -hmm. She, she actually revealed that to some people. And that's, what's like really interested in the, like, um, all these kind of urban legends and folklore and everything in the culture, like the bad, like the, the, um, more, um, dark side of things Mm -hmm. is when it like actually started like researching. I was like, wow, it it does. It goes deep, man. Yeah, it does. It's insane. The funny thing is my dad has this really, really heavy, like it's like copper or something freaking dresser and it's o- it's over 100 years old and he still just like it. just like like maybe like six months ago i asked about it i said where did you get this thing and he told me it was from her 
It was hers. Oh, really? Yeah. I was like, what the hell? And she's like, that's crazy. <laughs> 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 he has all this really nice furniture and everything, and then this really old, ancient, giant, heavy ass. She probably kept that stuff inside of that <laughs> yeah, dresser. Right. And that thing is, it is, man. Every time we moved, we had to move that thing. It was so heavy. What did you fill these drawers with? <laughs> 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 it's all empty. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah. yeah, she probably did. She probably kept that stuff in that dresser. Especially especially living, I mean, how long ago is it that she's a long time ago passed now. away? You know what I mean? That yeah. dresser may right have been... That, that, that dresser was probably one of the only pieces of storage she even had. Yeah. Well, I think that this entire series is probably going to open up a lot of eyes to especially all these cultures and their urban legends yeah. and shed light on some of these things that we haven't talked about since kids. And all these, we'll probably be pulling a lot of stories from people yeah. that are just wanting to get their story told. So if you guys are listening, you guys want to tell your story, you guys can go to facebook.com slash hour. Send us your story. You'll, you'll be featured in one of our podcasts, one of our videos. And I think it's going to be really cool, especially jam-packed this month with uh, videos and podcasts. We have After Horizons here, Aaron Martin, Aaron Baker, Marcus. <laughs> My name is Steve Alinek. You guys are listening to Fallen Out Radio. Wrapping up. Wrap this shit up. This is my first time. <laughs> I'm new. I don't know what to do. <laughs> <laughs>